The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hello, welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium. We're here directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Stephen Serta. With a Saturday night playoff matchup against the Miami Dolphins, the Kansas City Chiefs took the practice field on a snowy Tuesday afternoon in Kansas City. We heard from head coach Andy Reid, quarterback Patrick Mahomes, and defensive lineman Chris Jones. We'll go in that order, starting with Chiefs head coach, followed by QB1. After that, we'll take a quick timeout. When we get back, we'll wrap things up with Chris Jones. Here's Andy Reid. The guys that won't practice today are Wanye. He's in the concussion protocol. We'll just see how, see how he does. Um, Justin Ross has a hamstring strain, is making progress, so that's a, that's a positive. Um, everybody else will, will practice today. Uh, look for the challenge of playing the Dolphins, uh, good football team, obviously. They're in the playoffs, and uh, they're fully loaded on both sides of the ball and special teams. Uh, Mike has obviously done a, a nice job with that, with that group um, there. One of the top teams of the league on the offensive side and defensive side, Vic Fangio has really done a nice job with that group. So, and special teams, uh, Danny's done a good job with the special teams, a lot of speed and ability there. So, um, we've got to have a good week of practice. That time's yours. With the with one game, the <clears throat> protocol in a short week, um, Donovan Smith has practiced a couple of times the last few weeks. How do you feel as far as? His progress and maybe being able to go this week. Yeah, he's doing good. So I, I think uh, without any setbacks, he he should be fine for the game. Yeah. Andy, even for you, after all these postseasons, does something feel different once you turn the calendar to this week? Yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's it's a different it's a different tempo uh, to the game, and so uh, it's single elimination, which uh, creates an urgency even above and beyond uh, what you have during the season. So, um, yeah, no, you're very aware of that. And that, that urgency with this team, which has obviously had its ups and downs, but you know, made to the seed, um, anything in particular you, you think you need to see this week to feel feel good about their consistency going in? Yeah, I think uh, they, they just we just work hard, and that's all. We'll be fine. You know, we just got to take care of that, take care of our business, what we can control, and, um, and starts with working hard. From the game in Germany, can you gain much from the video of that game for this one? Yeah, I think both teams probably would say yes to that. Uh, there's a we're familiar with one another, and 
uh, as far as the personnel goes, I'm sure there'll be changes on both sides, uh, uh, a few of them. But the base, you kind of know our base. They know our base, and we know their base. And we go from there. I would say that last game, you didn't know what McColl brings to the table, but did that give you some encouragement that maybe you could play a little bit bigger of a role in the, in the postseason? Yeah, it was good to see him uh, kind of get back in the swing of things and have a few consistent snaps in there. Uh, so, I, yeah, I, I mean, we'll, we'll work him in uh, for sure, but that, that didn't hurt him at all. Yeah. I, I think he played every snap, uh, offensive mm -hmm. snap uh, the other day. Did you feel like he needed the work? or? Uh... I think I, I felt that way, and I think he felt that way. And mm -hmm. he, he wanted to be in there. We had a rotation set, but he wanted to keep going and, uh, and back, have some back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back plays there that he could get into the swing with and into a rhythm with. With uh, Canary's morning last week, he started the week at practice, and then he, you guys backed off of him. Uh, was there a setback, or just wasn't quite ready? Or, or? Yeah, he just his uh, foot and ankle, or his uh, hip and ankle were bothering him. So he's feeling a little bit better this week, so we'll see where we go. Andy, with the weather right now and on into the game, how, how do you balance making sure you can maximize what you can do in practice with acclimating? In terms of whether you go outside or all those things this week? Um, yeah, so we probably won't go out today, um, but there's a good chance we're out, out tomorrow. If we go out, we'll go out. But right now we got a little bit of snow out there. And there's value. There's a value to being in the elements as as, as much as being able to do all you need to do outside. Yeah, I think I like being on the grass as opposed to the artificial surface um, more than anything. Andy, with um, with you preparing for a postseason game, how much of this week on field preparation is about, as you said earlier, the basis of what you guys do on offense versus new wrinkles, new concepts, things you might want to show that obviously you haven't necessarily shown all year? Yeah, you've got to make it workable is what you have to do. So that's a, that's a balance you have to have and the most important balance. So not that you can't do new things. You just keep an eye on where you go with that. Yeah, the course of your career as a head coach, how much have you sort of, how hard is it to find that balance for a group that is different every year? Yeah, sure. Um, but you go through it every year. I mean, you go through exactly where that fit is. Um, you obviously want to find where that tapping point is. And uh, so you, you do that and see what the guys can handle and can't handle. That happens though every year, Nate. Just one more. Obviously, you make a call that is rather unique or creative, but obviously gives the guys a lot of juice, whether psychologically or obviously from an emotional standpoint. What's it like for you as a coach when you're putting something into the game plan that you know may have a positive impact on, on the outcome from a scheme standpoint? Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a good – normally you kind of take yourself out of it and make sure that it works for everybody. And, um, but that's the fun part is trying to find those things that, that work and uh, making sure that your guys can, can execute them so uh, that they're actually workable on the field. So you, that's, and then you practice it and see, see if it's that. And if it's not, it goes in the trash can. <laughs> can you quantify the benefits for Pat? Not having to play last week, kind of getting the week off. Was that a big benefit to him, do you feel like? Yeah, I, I, yes, just from a physical standpoint. Just, uh, um, 
you get you're not getting the hits and running all that you know the physical part so um i i, don't, I think that was a that's a positive uh, and then he was able to look at some of the teams that we would have a chance to play and uh so he did that yeah. what about the uh, the mental side but i mean he didn't have to grind through the week and and, and go through all that like he normally would Is yeah that- he was well, he was grinding in his own way um he loves that part, so I'm, I'm, I'm just how you balance that. But I mean, he, he loves to get in there and look at it, study it, and and go. And he's competitive, so he would love to play. I mean, he'd play anywhere, anytime. Uh, but I think just the physical part of it, just uh, being able to take a week there and condition, do your do your work there that you normally do, but not have to go through the game. You know, it's a good thing. Coach, some of your guys in Green Bay over the years said they thought they had an advantage when a warm weather team came up and had to play them in December. It didn't always work out that way. In your mind, is there an advantage sometimes for guys who live and work in a conditions versus people who come up from a completely different weather? Yeah, I don't think you bank on all that. I, that's where you get into trouble. Uh, the guys are pretty resilient, and uh, so you, you get you get yourself ready. And um, if it works out that way for you or whatever, I don't know how to. I don't know how to. Uh, quantify that, um, you know. So uh, I just say, get ready for the game. Let, let's do that. I don't really care what goes on out here. Um, you know, we're not having a snowball fight. Coach, when it comes to you know the new guys here and the rookies and the veterans and yourself trying to establish the standard here with the playoffs, how's that? Those conversations go and get these guys up to speed, but knowing that. Hey, once we get to this part, it's go time. Yeah, well, we tell them. Uh, so I make sure they, they know that everything's a little faster. Every level you go up through the playoff game, playoff games. I mean, it, it's a faster, more intense game, single elimination. So uh, they're aware of that. A couple more. What, if any, is there an optimism level for Brian Cook? I know that he maybe didn't suffer a serious injury as first thought that he could return, should you? Yeah, I think that'd be probably a tough return right now, the way it sits. Coach, you faced Miami and Germany, but this is the first time that Tyreek is coming back to Arrowhead. And I think fans were upset when in Germany because they wanted to see him make a comeback. So are you expecting quite an electric reaction in the stadium and from him and the fans when he's out there on the field? Yeah, he's always ready to play. So he'll be, he'll be fired up, I'm sure. Um, and then our fan it doesn't matter who comes in. I mean, our fans are like they're they're crazy every week. So I mean, it's uh, it's going to be electric, um, no matter who's out there. But I know Tyreek, you know Ty- Tyreek will be fired up. I mean, but like he's probably like our fans. He's always fired up. So <laughs> last one, and uh, bouncing off of uh, Brian Cook, uh, saw Scott Moore that he's been walking around pretty good. Is, is he on track? Scott Moore. Um, yeah, he's on track. And then we'll just see where where that goes. Yeah, he's doing a great job, actually. So, all right, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hello. You ready for the playoffs in sub zero temperatures? Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, what what could be better, man? Playing playoff football January at Arrowhead Stadium. Um, it's gonna be cold. Kind of is what it is. I'd rather be playing a football game than chasing my kids around the backyard. So I'll have a little bit of the adrenaline rush, and uh, I'm excited for it. As a Texas native, just how have you adapted to the Midwest's like cold weather over the years? 
Um, practicing with Coach Reed, you kind of have to. I mean, if there's an opportunity to go outside, um, he's going to have you outside. Um, he'll have the doors open in the indoor. He's going to let the cold air in. And uh, I've realized that practice in the cold is a lot harder than playing in the cold just with the heaters and stuff that you have on the sideline. And so uh, you kind of just adapt to it. Um, but like you said, I grew up in Texas and didn't get any games like this. And I, I honestly kind of appreciate it. It's kind of cool to be at a stadium like this and the cold weather. And you know you're really playing football. Do you feel like there were benefits to not for you to not playing in L.A. last week? Um, yeah, I mean, you just get healthy. I mean, I think that's that's the, the biggest thing. I mean, everybody's a little banged up here at the end of the season and uh, to get guys rested and, and preparing their bodies. And then I thought it was an energy boost just to get to watch these other guys that worked uh, day in and day out and don't get those opportunities. They got to get those opportunities and they found a way to win a football game. And so uh, definitely it was exciting for me. Did you need a, uh, a physical break? I mean, did you feel like your ankle or whatever else might be bothering you? No, I'm just getting, I'm getting old, man. I need, I need, I need a break every once in a while. Yeah, no, so uh, hopefully I, I, over in future seasons, I'm going to try to get that, get that by. But uh, this year we didn't get the opportunity to get it. But uh, we had the, the whatever you want to call it, the rest. Um, and we were able to watch some other guys go out there and succeed. But you've been in this spot before. I mean, getting ready to start the playoffs as the division champ, obviously. Um, but how you got there is a little different. I mean, does it feel any different at this point now, starting the playoffs? No, I mean, not really. I mean, we've... We played wildcard weekend a couple years ago um, against the Steelers, um, and uh, we were able to win that game. Um, but uh, you just got to be prepared to go. I mean, now it's everybody's records. Uh, there's no record. Everybody's going out there to play and to win games, and everybody believes they can win the Super Bowl. Um, so this is when the best football is played, and it's, it's all the mistakes are magnified, but all the successes are magnified. And so you just go out there with the mentality, I'm taking one play at a time, um, put my best effort forward, and see what happens. Patrick, uh, Andy said that you spent a lot of time grinding on the other team. Mm -hmm. Can you just kind of take us through – what your week of prep was like. You had five possible teams you were looking at, and, and maybe when you got home, what time did you guys get home, and were you how quick did you start working on Miami? Yeah, no, I watched I watched a couple games from each team that we had the that we had the chance of playing, um, and just kind of got a head start in that sense. Um, once we knew who we were playing, I mean, we didn't really know until basically we landed. Um, I got a good night's good night's rest. Had a long day yesterday, watching a ton of film on Miami. Um, and getting the game plan kind of down. Um, but uh, now it's, you're kind of back to your regular week schedule. And um, you, try to, you try to go over all the finer details and the small points, but at the end of the day, you got to go out there and play. And so uh, coaches will get us prepared, and we'll go out there and play our best football. You guys were all watching the game on the plane. Was that an interesting you thing? No, the, the Wi-Fi wasn't, wasn't really working. So we, we were kind of catching, like, the – I could see, like, the highlights of the game, but you couldn't keep it, the live stream kind of going. So uh, we got to work on that. But uh, <laughs> we uh, – we, we definitely kept up with it. We just didn't necessarily watch it live like that. So what do you see differently now from that game in Germany now with Miami? And do you think you could improve upon from that game? And what did this supposed to do? Yeah, I think we just have to have better execution throughout the entire game. I think we had a good first half, but in the second half we, uh, we sputtered a little bit. We missed a couple deep, deep shots here and there. Um, but they're a good defense, and they have a great defensive coordinator and Coach Fangio, who I know really well, and he's, he's done a great job of, of having different schemes every time I play against them. And so... Um, they got a lot of guys that play extremely hard. Um, it'll be a great challenge for us uh, as a full team. That's a great football team. And, uh, I mean, that's what you get in the playoffs. Every team's a, a great football team. You, whoever plays the best that day wins. What does it take to be a true game guy, as you uh, once said? I mean, what, 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 what goes into you being able to embrace that, and how do you deal with it? Um, I think you just go out there and play, man. I think that's, at the end of the day, you go out there and play. If you win, you can call yourself a snow game guy. So I'm about to continue to find ways to win these games. I lost the last one in Denver, so I have to find a way to win this one. But you, preparation. <laughs> but you won your first one in the playoffs, right, against Indianapolis. Yes. What, do you, what do you remember about 
prepared for the snow and the snow being. Yeah, no, it was a uh, it was very windy that day. Uh, I remember that from the beginning of the game, you could see the wind and everything like that. But like I said, the adrenaline rush kind of gives you that 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 warmness that you're seeking, and you have heaters on the sideline. It's uh people. I mean, people make it a big deal, but at the end of the day, you just go out there and play football. And if you love it, you'll you'll be able to go out there and and play your best football at the best time of the year to play it. Right, Patrick. Speaking of the adrenaline rush, that something comes with the postseason with that mm -hmm. too, and, and certainly your record reflects that. What 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 kicks in? Is there any way to describe it? New urgency or new energy that you're able to put out now? I think it's just everything you've worked for all season long is, is on the line. I mean, that that's basically it. I mean, everybody's in the same position, but uh, when you put in the time and effort every single day and you spend time away from your family, it's for these moments. Um, and, I, and, it, and it excites me uh, to have that pressure on you and to be able to go out there and try to perform at the highest level. Um, and uh, this is what you watch growing up. Even me, who I wasn't necessarily the biggest football fan growing up, you watch those these playoff games and you know you get to go out there and have the opportunity to play in them and you never know when you're going to get another one. So uh, I'm excited for it. Was there anything specific about the Bengals game that, that you felt like, okay, we've got this reset a little bit that you can take into, into the postseason? Yeah, no, that, I mean, that's still a really good defense. Um, Cincy, they got great pass rushers, great linebackers, great secondary. And so I thought we did a great job moving the football. Uh, obviously, we got to continue to get better in the red zone. Um, but, uh, I mean, you watched the tape, and we did a good job. Guys were executing at a high level. We missed a couple deep shots. We hit a couple deep shots. And we're going to have to hit those in order to win this game this weekend. So I'm excited for it. Have you heard from Tyreek? I have not heard from Tyreek this week. I don't know if we'll be talking this week. But I, I talk to him every once in a while. I'm a... Uh, I know he's excited. He'll be excited to come to Arrowhead. Um, but uh, this week, we'll, I, won't, I won't talk to him as much, I'll say. We'll go last three. We'll go Pete, McKenzie, and Nate. Neil kind of stole my thunder a little bit. But just considering how outspoken he's been, I guess, has your relationship changed at all? Or do you feel like, you know, just like a player in another team that you might have a friendship with, it's the same? Yeah, I mean, we're competitors. I mean, I think that's the end of the day. You see me with guys like Max Crosby. You see me. Um, I have that fire, that competitive fire when you're on the football field. And he's, he's the same way. That's what makes him so great. Um, but, uh, I mean, you're still friends in the offseason and everything like that, but when you play on the field, I mean, you're trying to compete to win. That's just kind of how it is, and um, I'm excited for the opportunity for our defense. I'm excited for the opportunity for our team to go up against a great football team. Uh, Patrick, your offense has worked through some adversity all season long. Just how confident are you that you guys can maybe hit that next gear as you begin this playoff run? Yeah, I'm, I'm extremely confident, um, not only in our offense, but in the football team. Uh, you see how the defense is playing. Uh, offensively, I feel like we're going to play our best football at the right time. Um, and I think if we can just score, we don't have to score too much points. If we can just score enough points, our defense will shut the door, and we can we can find a way to get a win. Nate? Um, Patrick, you talked earlier this year about adversity and how you would think it would help you guys mm -hmm. in, obviously, winner-go-home situations. I just wonder for you, where do you feel like that adversity that you've gathered over the course of the season will be the most sort of useful or a resource for you starting Saturday? Yeah, I think it's just – I think we play in a lot of a lot of big games, uh, playing games on short rest. We play in uh, night games, whatever it is. And I think just being – having that experience is going to help us. Um, having those games where not everything's going your way and you have to find a way to, to pull through and get a win. Um, a lot of guys on this team have done that. And so the step up that you always see going into the playoffs, it will be a step up. But I think we could even make – we can make it a little bit smaller because we've been in these games like this. And so – um, just being able to rely on uh, our experiences and go out there and be the best team that we can be um, and play our best football and see what happens. Thanks, Patrick. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Hey, how you doing? It's nasty outside. It's going to be really cold on Saturday. Sub-zero temperatures. Like, cold as ever. <laughs> so, just talking a little bit about, I know cold is a mind thing, but how do you keep that from being a distraction? What kinds of things do you do, you know, to be able to play the way you want to play when you're playing elements like that? Um, most importantly, I think we're in the playoffs. I think we're grateful for that. We know what's at stake. Uh, it can be negative 13 degree weather. I think we just decided to be here um, with this opportunity ahead of us. Um, I think Cole... It's cold all the time here, so it shouldn't play a factor, you know what I mean? It's snowing one day, it's hot the next day, so hopefully it gets, uh, it warms up a little bit before the game, but if not, we'll be prepared to play in whatever terrain they give us, what the universe gives us. Chris, Patrick's referred a few times now to counting on the defense uh, as not even meaning they need to score that many points. Is that... Reflect what you guys think of your defense, and does it mean anything to know Patrick looks at you that way? I mean, uh, it's a it's a team effort collectively, right? Um, offense don't score uh, forty points. Defense gotta hold them to under ten. So offense score forty points, we still gotta hold them. So whether the offense scoring or not, I think it comes down to the defense. We still gotta hold them, um, hold a hold the offense to scoring at least his will and not giving them huge chunk plays. I think we go into every game with that mind frame as a defense to, to holding the offense to minimum yardage, points, and whatever else we can. Chris, you early look at the Dolphins. You guys played them you know, not that long ago. Do they look any different or anything different than, than they were before? Yeah, they're a good team. You look at the history of us this year, the teams that um, we played twice this year with two and two. Uh, those for the Raiders. And then we go to the Denver Broncos. So it's a point of emphasis this week to make sure we can on details and be attentive. Uh, we got a really, really good team coming in this week, high-scoring offense, um, a fearless coach, and uh, a quarterback with a lot of weapons around him. Curtis, fair to say that you feel like this is the best de- defensive team you've played on since you've been here? Yeah, collectively. Um, you know, we got a lot of good individuals in this room who have exceeded expectations along the year. Um, but we're, we're not, we still got a ways to go. We got four or five more games to go. So we're going to continue to build off of what we put out throughout the regular season, continue to maximize our efforts. Chris, what do you think about playing Tyreek in Arrowhead? Should be exciting. Um, Tyreek is a well-respected player, not only around the league, but exceptionally in this building, what he was able to do with it. His tenure here, um, how successful we were with Tyreek here, scoring a lot of points. Um, him becoming into himself as the cheetah. You know, we came in together as a, on our draft class, and um, it's been it was a remarkable time, man. A lot of points were scored, a lot of sacks was made. Uh, it was fun. Chris, uh, you know, you had that fun, fun moment where you were able to get your incentive last game. Um, as you mentioned, this playoffs with a little bit of uncertainty. Do you do any reflection on your own tenure with the Chiefs, or is it just? You know, full steam ahead. I'm, you know, we have a goal with I think it's more so as the goal. Um, you usually reflect after, right? It's like after it's all done, you kind of reflect on <clears throat> what's the next chapter for you, um, for the team, 
you know, I try not to think about it. Could be my last uh, last game in Arrowhead. Who knows? You know, but most importantly, we got a game to play. We're trying to make a deep run in this playoffs, and if it is my last time, then we got to make it worthwhile. Is the couple switch that split when it's this time, playoff time? I mean, you go from the regular season, and now here you are in the postseason. Is there just some different energy that kind of overtakes the building? Um, I think the energy kind of transferred throughout the season. Later on in the season, we kind of want to be hitting our peaks as players and continue that throughout the playoffs. So um, I think there's a point of emphasis on the playoffs, on details, um, or doing your job, point of emphasis on being where you're supposed to be, discipline, physicality. Chris, you mentioned, you just mentioned, you know, this could be the last game of Arrowhead. I mean, how much of that thought crossed your mind? Is that give you even more motivation for this game? I know you're already motivated to play a playoff game, but does it any more motivation? Man, that ain't crossed my mind. Listen, uh, I'm just thinking about playing the Dolphins. Um, if it is, it is. If it's not, it's not. You know, you can't think about what else. Um, you can't think about the future because future tends to change. Uh, people change throughout the day. Of feeling, feelings change throughout the day. And um, you just got to roll with the punches in life, man. Uh, you know, they give you lemon, make lemonade. Right now, we try to make lemonade out of this, man. Uh, we got an exciting Dolphins team coming. Uh Looking forward to it. We made the playoffs, won the AFC West. We're slowly knocking off goals we wanted to do throughout this year. First thing was win the AFC West, have a home field game back in Arrowhead, and then let's make it and get the Lamar Trophy again. So we're slowly checking those boxes, and we continue to do that. We'll figure this out the rest of the end of the year, right? Last Chris, Robert, you guys, I have to ask. Um, okay, last two. Nate and then Todd. Chris, I have to ask. Twitter tells me. 11 minutes ago, you posted a... There's blood in the water, my oh. dog. Bye, bye. <laughs> Love my dog, Frank Clark. We need to bring him back. I'm going to keep harping until we get my dog back in the building. <laughs> I was going to ask you about that, but then also, like, Justin Houston apparently is a Dolphin now, so old teammate guy, right? Yeah, what do you think about that? Good for him. Good for him, man. It's um, exciting to play against him. Bring 5-5 five, five back. Did you, uh, did you buy the watches yet, Chris? <laughs>